0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Welcome once again to another Matchday edition of the Leads That Podcast. I'm James and I'm joined by... All right. All right, Andy, how are you doing? Steady, mate. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. Looking forward to discussing our (laughs) home fixture with Bristol City.
0: Oh, yeah. I am. I'm looking forward to uh, getting quite a lot of anger out today. Why are you angry? I'm not necessarily angry. I just I can't stand that little poison dwarf of their manager. And uh, Naki Wells is playing, and I think we owe him a little bit of uh, something, don't we? So Yeah, yeah. I went to the QPR game
1: with Matt, and um, he got a lot of stick then, but he deserves it. He deserves yeah. everything.
0: Yeah, he's, he's going to get hammered today, as is Lee Johnson. And I just hope that... After Tuesday night's performance, our beloved Mighty Whites and Bielsa Ball is back to full swing and we can absolutely put these knobheads to the sword. What do we look like in the um, head-to-head, Andy? Pretty decent, to be fair. Absolutely smashing them. So it's got leads that written all over it. Last time out was the season curtain raiser, a 3-1 victory, um, where I think I made my first drunk appearance on the podcast, which was noted by a few, and I and I got called tiresome. Can you believe it? I cannot believe it, Andy. I cannot I believe it. Who'd have thunk it, hey? But anyway, games won 24, games drawn 9, games lost 8. So we're pretty much ahead. However, Bristol have been on a strong run that would see them go level on points with us with a victory. And they currently sit seventh in the table, which is terrifying that we could be level on points with them.
1: I had a look at the head to head as well, and I think we've only lost one. In the last 15 outings against
0: them. Oh, why would you say that out loud? Because I'm an
1: idiot. But I always feel really nervous playing Bristol. My, my, I feel nervous every game, but, but <laughs> Bristol for some reason, yeah. I, feel, I do feel uh, anxiety when we play them, but our record's pretty good. But I don't know why that is.
0: It's because they've been good the last few years, hasn't it? They've, they've been one of these teams that have threatened to look like they could do something and then always just fallen short. Um they did it. didn't they? Get to the playoff final a few years ago. I think they lost to Hull, did they? Is that right? I could be wrong. Someone will correct me surely. Um, but there's just so much on this game today. We're desperate for a win to get us back on track. And that idiotic handballing, Huddersfield Bradford dog bothering Bermudan man Naki Wells is starting up top. There's there's just so much that we need to crack on with today.
1: Well, after the Brentford game uh, in midweek. It did sort of feel like we turned the corner, you know, just from looking at social media and, and watching the game. Just that everyone sort of felt it was a chance to reset, um, you know, because the team started playing well again,
0: and and I think we just need to keep that momentum going, really, don't we? It were like, do you know the old blue screen of death on uh, Windows machines? Yeah, it's like we've had a system reset. Calvin Phillips is back in the team. He's looking strong. I mean, you can't account for any of the individual errors that happen um, with that guy Kiko Kassler. Um but he's surely he's not got any more in him I think I said that at the start of the last pod dinner.
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> what's your plans for the game anyway mate what are you doing
1: yeah I'm going to Ellen Road today looking forward to getting back there um, we've got two consecutive
0: games there actually so it's going to be a nice couple of weekends uh, what about you are we meeting up I'd like to believe so. I mean, I've planned on that. Is this your way of telling me you're not going to meet up with me? Well, we haven't had our Valentine's drink yet. Mate, I told you this. Every day is Valentine's Day when me and you are together. It'll be beautiful. Yeah, I'm going to have a couple of cheeky beers. Uh, Nothing too heavy. I'm saving that for next weekend. Spoiler alert, we'll be drunk on next week's pod. So
1: so it's 8.30 in the morning. We're both at home. And uh, so team news, we haven't got yet. But basically we have. He's not going to change it, is he?
0: He's already said he wasn't going to, hasn't he? Where do you sit with that when he comes out and gives the opposition a bit a heads up what's going on? Because that just gives Bristol an extra couple of days to practice how they're going to make Kiko make an error. <laughs> um, Bielsa's always confident that
1: uh, people can't outmanage him. Now, we know that that's not been true of recent weeks, but I think that's more a case of Leeds not taking the chances rather than him being uh, outmanaged, so... I don't know. It's. I, I mean, personally, I wouldn't, but Bielsa's Bielsa, isn't he? He's not going to change.
0: Well, I'm hoping to see Ian, the provider pervader, back on the bench and coming off and uh, doing some mischief. Now, one thing that's been hot on social media this week was the return of James and the return of a certain man's accents and impressions. So,
1: It's, it's not happening on this one. Of course like, it is. No, it's not. Uh, you can have a go at this one, Andy. Come on. Where's your West Country accent? I don't have a West Country
0: accent. <laughs> you do. Apparently, you do. So go yeah, for it. Yeah, but I cannot read. Well, I <laughs> I can read, but I cannot read. I'm... So this is
1: from the OTIB forum. Don't even know what that means. So I'm going to have a look whilst you read it.
0: Joe, you know it sounds like it sounds like a brand of Oti bars. Yeah. Trying you know, to like, be healthy. Trying to do some cereal things.
1: Oh yeah, I remember this from earlier on in the season, because uh, Paul plucked this out then, it was one team in Bristol, which I think is pretty rubbish actually,
0: OTIB, like, why not have something about Robins? Mm, I don't anyway. know, it's probably a little wind up to them Rovers ones is it, Rovers are pirates and that, right, it's half, it. you know it's half eight, I sound like I've been drinking since last night don't I, what's going on with the world, right. Luke Aylin will not know if his arse has been punched, bored or drilled if Nicky Eliasson starts on Saturday. We're decent away from home. The new boys look good. Fam is bloody daint de- now. That's Yorkshire. Fam is bloody dangerous. Right, let's try again. Fam is bloody dead. now. That's Australian. Fam. Oh, tits. Who's Fam Anyway. Uh-huh. Anyway.
1: They're basically is, saying... Wait, no, let me try it.
0: Let me yeah. finish it. I've got it in my locker. Sorry, oh, listeners, this is poor content. Fam, it's bloody dangerous. Now, off you finish it, James.
1: I can't do it. Basically, they're saying that they are very dangerous <laughs> and they're um, on, you know, in good form away from home, so we've got a lot to fear. This guy in particular thinks um, the uh, Robins are going to win 3-1. But excellent work, Andy. I thought that was good.
0: Well, I certainly tried, mate, and that guy is bloody stupid. That's when I just to try to say bloody, I turn Australian. <laughs> anyway, we can, uh, yeah, sorry, guys. I tried. Let's just get James back on him from next week, eh?
1: Uh, right. Thanks, as always, to Joe Bedford on Twitter. Sorry to bring the mood down, but the referee for the Bristol game on Saturday is Tim Robinson. Uh, Did he, he refereed our uh, reverse fixture in August, didn't he?
0: Yeah, but he also did the draw at Chef Wednesday in October and that Fulham game in December.
1: Oh, yeah, that stupid penalty that he gave for Ben White's push. Hmm. He reffed us four times last season, one draw and three wins. Uh, lead stats, games 12, won four, drawn three, lost five. He's shown us 22 yellows and no reds so far. Um, no pens um, and two against us. Bristol stats, games nine. Hang on, nine. that
0: should be one pen. Yeah, it should.
1: Uh, Bristol Stats, Games nine, one, two drawn 3, lost 4, shown 14 yellows and 1 red, and two penalties against them as well, so fairly even.
0: What I don't get is who wins the games that he refs, because it looks like most people lose when he refs.
1: We'll never know. We'll never know. We could do some research, but
0: who cares? Yeah, leads that. Right, go on then. What What are you saying? That gazer reckons 3-1 to them. What, what are you saying?
1: I I think if... The fans need to get behind the team today because I've noticed that all the last few games, including the QPR one, everyone's just been flat. Now I hear that we're really good at Brentford, which is excellent
0: to hear. But when it's flat, there's just so you can feel the nerves, can't you, in Ellen Road? Do you agree? Yeah, hundred percent. It's a very strange atmosphere when everyone's on the bottle, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and I feel like if something can sort of galvanise everyone today, then 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 we could, you know, be in for a treat. Naki Wells playing against us again might be one of those things but I'd rather we sort of concentrated on ourselves you know we haven't had any long chance of uh, we are champions champions of Europe which seems to be the thing that gets everyone absolutely pumped we need something like that to kind of get behind everyone if we can I think we're in for a treat Um, and we could come away with another decent victory against Bristol Uh, I'm going to say a repeat of the away fixture earlier on the season I'd say 3-1
0: oh I like that James I like that a lot uh, I'm not far behind you. I'm feeling fairly confident going in today just because I feel the tide's turned. I feel like there's a bit of a nice siege mentality going on. I think the players are a bit... They're responding to the questioning of Bielsa, the the questioning of the players, the questioning of the form. I, I think it's not a necessarily two fingers up to the fan base. I think it's a two fingers up to the rest of the league the rest of the press, the rest of the media. So I, I think we're going to win 2-0 today, if not 3.
1: Excellent. So we're feeling fairly confident today, aren't we? Should we have a look at what they're saying on Twitter? Yeah, go on. We've got 80% leads win, a draw 11%, and Bristol to win 9%. Uh, LUFC Cobb, 2-0 leads Harrison and Bamford. Barney's saying we need to go on a mini run again, and Dave Rowson says uh, Park Run at
0: 9.30. Oh! <laughs> Go on, lad, get yourself round, pal but i
1: I agree with Barney what he's saying you know we do need to go on a run now, you know this this a last park, 40, run. Yeah, park run this last fourteen games is uh, like we said earlier it's it's a chance to reset everything, isn't it you know, and just start again because everyone's been saying you know we've had this terrible run, we're still in second, but we're three points there's a three point gap between us and seventh, so it, every game is massive, and it's time to. Yeah, hit the reset and go on a run.
0: Well, I was chatting to a friend of mine this week, a guy you might know called Matt, and he he told me that Fulham have got to play everybody in the top six. That's right. We've we've just got Fulham. Make of that what you will. That always fills me
1: with dread anyway, because you know, <laughs> the games where we always seem to sort of look out, if you like, uh, are games like Wigan and the mid-table side. So, you know yeah they're, they're all good and they help your positive mindset but at the end of the day it's Leeds isn't it
0: hmm. yeah no one quite is ready for the law of Leeds that are they no. but you know
1: got to stay positive keep cheering enjoying the games that's what it's all about
0: cool well what's your word to finish us off then <laughs> hey finishes off banter I'm going to stick with the, the
1: word that I've been saying throughout the podcast and that's reset it is time to reset Um let's get a, a, a really good win today and uh, let's go on a run
0: Do you know what my word is? Yeah, go for it. My word's petulant. Petulant? Mm. Who's petulant? Their manager. Well, yeah. Their striker. Well, yeah. I'm hoping that we aren't, but I hope that we just get right under their skin and shut those petulant twats up. And that's it. Excellent. We'll see you um, after the game.
1: Right, we're back at home. It's finished 1-0 to Leeds versus Bristol. I'm on uh, like a video chat with Andy. This is kind of how we do it, because we go to our separate homes. And he just held up a glass of... Is it champagne? Prosecco, darling. I was going to say, it can't be champagne.
0: Mate, you've got to celebrate the wins, haven't you? You do. And I told you, every day is Valentine's Day when Andy's involved.
1: So, you're obviously happy, because we haven't spoken at all, have we? We didn't... Our past didn't cross today, so... Yeah, you're obviously delighted. I've, I've never seen you with a glass of Prosecco, it's weird.
0: Looks odd, doesn't it? Looks like yeah. a, a gorilla trying to drink a glass of champagne, doesn't it? How are you feeling after it? Obviously elated, but tell me more. After the 1-0 victory, mate. I feel yes. buzzing. The thing is, I don't even really like Prosecco. It tastes like arse, doesn't it? No. I'm not a fan. It just needs must, doesn't it? Mrs Andy said, uh, let's let's crack a bottle. And who am I to say no? We are both wrong with our predictions, weren't we? We both predicted a victory, didn't we? We did,
1: yeah. I'm I'm happy that we both predicted correctly.
0: And I also said that I reckon that, uh, wait, there's no point saying a thought because it was obvious that Lee Johnson would be a petulant little twat. And he was. He was
1: petulant, wasn't he? Didn't he say that they deserved a penalty or something?
0: He's an absolute idiot, mate. Just, I don't know where he gets it from. Well, he was
1: idiotic when he got rid of Luke Aylin saying that he um, he wasn't uh, good enough to play in the
0: Championship. I don't know whether that's verbatim, but something along those lines. I liked that. I saw uh, when I got in the car, you tweeted uh, things you like to see and retweeted Aylin too. that what a right <laughs> old smile on my face.
1: It's good he deserves it. He's been one of the
0: more consistent players, I'd say, for years. He's been getting a little bit of uh, stick as well, which is unfair. I think... Uh, he set such high standards that when he has an off day, he's going to get done for it by the mm-hmm. fan base. But I think he's, as you say, consistently a good performer. And no spoilers, but it's, it's an easy one because he got the goal. But he was up there with one of the best players on the pitch quite easily.
1: Definitely was. And do you remember, you know, when you go back to the uh, documentary, Lee Hicken take his home documentary on Amazon, um, He um, around that time he was getting a lot of stick. Do you remember? No. Someone had said, like, you know, have a heart attack or something, didn't they, on Twitter? And, and you think, like, that that person has got to be having a long, hard look at themselves right now.
0: Someone said to Forshaw, get a new hip. Joke's on them, he's got one.
1: He has. Decent replacement in Colorado.
0: That's it. I love it. Do you see his Instagram message, by the way? We're going on off on a tangent. These things after now right. you've won, because you get giddy. But he, uh, he put on Instagram, uh, see you guys in the Premier League. <laughs>
1: we sold him to someone in the Premier League? Stop being pessimistic. <laughs> I'm not, but, you know, I don't want any sort
0: of curse on us. Do you know what? I've, there's a lot of uh, leads that results that actually went leads that for us today. Barnsley beating Fulham 3-0 at Fulham. Unbelievable. Kyle Bartley saving it for an offside one in the 96th minute and scoring a an own goal. Return to base. Mate, this is just, it's been an all-out decent day, so celebrate the little wins, swig on the old Prosecco, and just keep smiling.
1: Yeah, it's a good result. But you got to remember this time last year, um, results elsewhere, Sheffield United, we were swapping around a lot, and uh, we can't be complacent. We can't be getting out the uh, the Prosecco or champagne just yet,
0: Andy. Celebrate the little victories, mate. If you look at it year on year... I still think, I could be wrong, but we're doing better than we have done since dropping out. I think we're in a better position points-wise than we were last season. Am I right? I've got no idea because I haven't updated the spreadsheet. This is how excited our lives are. We have spreadsheets. We
1: do have a spreadsheet. I'll tell you what, I'll update it for the next match. There's a week break now. We'll find some time.
0: You do a little bit of talking and I'll see if I can find out if I'm right. So uh, what was the, how was your game today? Talk to me about your game day experience, James
1: found that there's quite a few frustrated people around us at times as well, and, and I you know you I sympathise with them as well because they were getting quite cross at um, Helda Costa for a lot of the game.
0: Because he couldn't cross very well.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, there is that. And I think as well there was so many times where he was just in on goal and he just didn't shoot, did he? It's like we've paid 15, 16 million for, for that final finish in the goal and it's not coming, is it? Nah, but nah. I do think he's a great player, and you've got to remember he is playing on the right hand side, and uh, we're asking him to sort of shoot with his weaker foot. But then again, sixteen million—you should be, you should be able to do it.
0: You'd have, you'd have thought so, wouldn't you? Right, this time last year, Wednesday yep. the thirteenth of February, we beat Swansea two-one.
1: That was just after Dan James, wasn't it? You don't get wet, you are, where you are, but mate, we did we today, abs- really. Yeah. Because of the wind. Yeah, we got absolutely soaked. It was cold. It was wet.
0: I've been proven wrong, mate. We're two points behind where we were last season.
1: Bloody hell. See? we've Got it all to play for. Well, we know that anyway.
0: But yeah, we got wet in there. N8 today.
1: Yeah, that's staggering, because
0: normally that's always dry up there. Do you remember that Chef Wednesday game a couple of years back when it snowed? Oh, yeah. We didn't get wet then. What the hell are we talking about? Right. So, we've beaten... <laughs> Mate, this Prosecco's gone to my Swede. We've beaten Bristol. Lee Johnson's a petulant twat. Naki Wells didn't unball it, but didn't do anything in game. Uh, the, the thing that was getting to me today, mate, was uh, I was trying to look for reasons why he did not score in the second half. And obviously, everyone knows that the crossbar's big at Cop End, which is why Jack Harrison hit it so comprehensively. But, uh, look at these excuses flying But I was thinking... They had the win disadvantage, as did we. But we just absolutely went at them. Our fitness levels were just a cut above once again, weren't they? It's
1: amazing to watch how fit we actually are. And I think because uh, Phillips has had that break recently as well, he just looks even fitter than everyone else, doesn't he? It's like He is the glue that holds everything together for this team, and we've missed him so much.
0: He's like the bloody Terminator, innit? Tell you who was poor today for both teams, the officials...
1: I well, thought the referee was better than uh, previous refs or recent refs.
0: How did that, tell me this, how did that sideshow Bob looking bloke not get booked? Oh, no, I don't know. They're, I never understand that. There's so many
1: inconsistencies with bookings, but I thought everything else was, was better than usual.
0: And a little bit of asking into to them. How good was their keeper? Yeah, he was. How he stopped Dan Bentley, we looked at him when he was at staff end. I don't know how he kept Costa's effort out and Costa rounded him. Costa did absolutely nothing wrong. It was all on keeper him great. And it was right in front of us. I don't know what else he could have done. Yeah, there was a few people around us again moaning about that. But it's like, yeah, no, he he's just pulled an
1: absolute worldie out of the bag as the keeper.
0: Unbelievable, mate. It was a fantastic save. Uh, what were your thoughts on Big Kev?
1: Much of the same, really. I, I He didn't even really hold the ball up very well, did he? He was just sort of struggling. and He had that one effort on goal where he came quite close, didn't he? But
0: um, He should have squared it click. That's 2-0 all over. Done. Yeah.
1: But as well, I think there's a lot of similarities with him and Ancelotti, aren't they? It's like he's he's he comes in as a bit of an impact sub when they're tired to hopefully score a goal, but it's the rest of his game that's sort of missing. But I, I was thinking about him on the walk back, and and I was thinking, do you remember when Bamford first broke in and he was just bad at holding the ball up and he couldn't really do anything with it and he just wasn't used to how we were trying to play? A bit lethargic. Think, yeah, and I think that's exactly where. Uh, He is at the moment, and it'll come. He just needs the game time and get used to the championship, really.
0: Mm, Well, we'll see, because he should, in theory, be a barnstormer, but he just doesn't look like he's at the races. Um, He'll get there, he'll get there. Tell you what, the bench looked strong today, for the first time in a long time.
1: It was uh, a decent bench, but still no pervader.
0: Yeah, well, I think Bielsa said in stuff, didn't he, that he, he wants two... Kind of attacking players, two midfielders and two defensive type players, done he? So he obviously wants to have uh, Robertson and Shackleton in them ones, done he? You mentioned in the pre match that Ellen Road needed to be up for it, and uh, it was a massive change today, wasn't it? Oh, everyone seemed bang on. I, what I really liked, because, uh, mate, you know me, you've heard me, I've been slagging Kiko because he's just been, he's been poor. There's no two ways about it. Uh, what was nice when he ran straight to the cop end, first bit, everyone starts singing the Kiko Pablo song just give him that backing that he needed, let him just forget about all the nonsense going on and focus on his game. He didn't have too much to do, be fair, but his distribution was good. Uh, he was quick, he was alert, and when called upon, he was there.
1: Yeah, and the fans have been really good at backing, um, backing the players. You know, you think of Bamford, he's always, always, always backed by everyone in the ground. It's just social media that's just rife, isn't it?
0: you are like this, mate. So... Uh our dear friend Paul who uh, we do the podcast with his father-in-law attends with us and he's got a new nickname in the cop Uh Angry Bamford because he's always slagging off uh, Paddy Bamford and then he he just gets called out on it and today he got called out on it and he's like oh here we go Angry Bamford's chirping up again and it made me laugh (laughs) I think there's probably a few of them around the ground Yeah. well everyone's got their opinion just sometimes they're wrong true so, right. Anyway, who was your man of the match?
1: I do you know? What? I've been thinking back on man of the matches, and especially last week, because I picked Liam Cooper because he was goal scorer, not because he was goal scorer, but that was a contributing factor. And um, I have a habit to just avoid the obvious ones because they've been amazing, like Phillips and Ben White. And you sort of forget that Ben White <laughs> White's
0: even there. He just does his job so well. He has done it again. He's come back into form these last couple of games. Thank yeah, God. He's,
1: he's been really good. But. Um, Phillips has been excellent but yeah Luke Aylin just today was brilliant I don't know if he stepped up again because it was against his old club but I just thought he didn't put a foot wrong really um, and he, got a, he scored a good goal so yeah he was class class today
0: he showed great leadership skills I thought um, obviously when Coops is out Aylin steps up to play and he, he takes on the captaincy Um he showed again why he's so well thought of and why he's good at what he does Um yeah, there was one point in um,
1: in the game actually. And I looked down the the east stand to my left, and all the all the fans were just sort of shouting at Kiko and and someone because there was a bit of a panic at the back. And Aileen was just looking at the crowd, and he was just like wafting his hands, just telling them to calm down. And I thought that was like really good. You know, it's like it's good to have someone communicate with the crowd. I
0: think. Yeah, so I think you've got a fair shout there with Luke Aileen. I'm gonna uh, am I gonna join you? It's a toss up between him and Phillips. Phillips, as you say, is the obvious one. He's a cut above now, isn't he? Um, Come join the party with that glass of Prosecco, Andy. Do you know what? Mrs. Andy, get the <laughs> other bottle out tonight. <laughs> we're going to toast the man of the match, Luke Aylan. Hey. He, uh, he's done it, hasn't he? he Phillips is so good. He's, he's champagne, but tonight we're on the Prosecco. So. <laughs> so there you go. Right, go on then. What's your word to summarise today's. Wonderful occasion.
1: It's an easy, obvious one, but relieved, I think. We needed a win. We needed a win at Ellen Road, and I think it'll be nice to have a bit of a week, um, a week's break from it all and uh, come back
0: refreshed at next Saturday. Uh, do you know what my word is? Go for it. Chop. Sorry, chop? No, chop. Oh, chop. Like a Barnsley chop, because uh, Barnsley have done us a favour. We've chopped our little bad run in half. We're back on, the, back on the winning streak. Um, and we're marching up to chop, chop, chop of the league. No, nope. uh, chop, chop. <laughs> Luke Aylin needs his hair chopped. No, nope. if you did that, do you reckon it's like Samson, you know, that geezer front Bible who had long hair and had his hair cut, lost all his strength. Do you reckon that'd happen to Luke Aylin? Yeah, the word's chop.
1: And on that... We uh, have concluded another matchday edition of the Leeds Up podcast and uh, we'll be back uh, next week uh, following the Reading match. But in the meantime, you can catch up on all of our uh, podcasts, including uh, interviews with... um, Who
0: have we interviewed recently, Andy? Uh, Dave Weatherall, but I've not edited it yet. Come on. Yeah, I need to do that. Um, We've we've
1: We've got an interview coming out, so look out for that.
0: It's good as well. It talks about loads of stuff. Good value. Well, I'm off to have some more prosecco, and uh, I will warn you, like next week, I am on the sauce. So uh, let's hope oh, it's for oh. let's hope for a positive result. I uh, hope I'm not on my own with you. I hope you are; it will be a treat. And uh, yeah, <laughs> visit that dot com. Go drink some beer, Elsa, and I'll see you next week. Podcast Network.